are there any musicians out there listening to this? Because I need to know, right before you're about to kiss somebody, do you bust out into song? Is this a thing? Do you hit a high note right before a good makeout sesh? Please tell me because that's what happened and I can't wrap my head around it in this listen to your heart episode. What is happening? My mind was twisted and I need to know if you bust out into a Mariah Carey high note before you kiss your partner. Please share. Hey, Bachelor fans, I am taking a bite out of the Bachelor franchise shows every week in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Stephanie, of Give That Girl a Snack, and I'm giving you the need-to-know pieces of info with a sprinkle of my opinion and predictions. Tune in if you're here for the right reasons. This is The Bachelor Bite. What's going on, my Bachelor-loving friends? We all just experienced the season finale of Listen to Your Heart presented by The Bachelor. And while the season was entertaining, I'm not sure that they could have mashed more into one episode. But nonetheless, here we go. Let's chat about it. I'm excited to hear everybody's thoughts. So the episode starts out and we have Chris Harrison telling us how serious this is and how this is the finale And really hyping it up. And we just get this close-up of Matt's face that says it all. We just know that this is not going to be good for our girl Rudy. And Matt has been on the fence the whole time. And this is no different. It turns out that Matt and Rudy, unfortunately, after, after, they tease that they'll be singing a Whitney Houston song. Which, just picture Rudy singing that. They're going to be going home because Matt just can't fake it. And even though he really cares about her, he's just not where the other people are. And Rudy says, you know, I didn't expect you to be there. I didn't expect you to be where everybody else is. But listen, Matt's just not feeling it. Because honestly, even just as a musician, not that I want anybody to cheat the system, right? But that's why the show is not 100% perfect. It's very entertaining. But It's not 100% perfect because I don't feel that you can truly get the best of both worlds, right? You're either going to get those who love each other the most or those who are most musically talented or those who have both of those things but doesn't necessarily mean they're the most talented or most lovey. Like, they can't win both categories necessarily. Now, the outcome was fantastic, and I'll get to that. And I think they truly deserved it, and they did have that connection, But when it's coming to musical talent, I really believe that Rudy and Matt had more of that star factor um, than Jamie and Trevor did. But Jamie and Trevor got to continue on and Matt didn't feel right continuing. It's like, listen, you're about to have one of the biggest exposures of your entire career so far, right? Because who of any of us had heard of any of these people prior to the show? None of us, right? So this is great exposure for them. They're about to be on the finale, exposed to these stars who are the actual judges, and you're going to go home willingly? You don't have to fake it. You can say, you know, we're not ready to get married, but we're into each other. Like, really? Like, come on. I I can't. I can't with that. I... I don't know. I wasn't into that, and I felt like it robbed Rudy of her experience, and that it just wasn't fair. And I knew from episode one, if you go back to podcast one, you'll hear me say that Matt, you know, I wasn't feeling him. 
And he kept it along and went with Rudy and whatever. But, you know, they ended up not being a match. We didn't get to hear Rudy saying that Whitney Houston song and she would have killed it. But if you're interested on her Instagram, she did do a little karaoke version, which I mean, for being a karaoke track, she absolutely slayed it. So check that out if you're interested. Moving on, it's Fantasy Suites. And we see Trevor and Jamie get their note from Chris, just like they normally would on a bachelor season. They, of course, say yes. They go to the fantasy suite. They clearly sleep together. They're lovey-dovey. It's fantastic for them. Great. I don't know. I'm just nothing against either of them, but I'm just not feeling them as much as I am Brie and Chris at this point. So then we see Brie and Chris. They agree to not go to the fantasy suite. Bree's just not ready for that. She wants a deeper connection. I don't understand why they can't just go and talk like so many seasons of The Bachelor say they do um, when contestants aren't ready to, you know, do it. But um, who knows if it was producer orchestrated because then it went on for the next 15 minutes trying to get us all to believe that Chris and Bree were not going to win the show, even though we all knew that they were the more talented and more genuinely in love couple. And, I mean, if you're a Bachelor veteran, you knew the producers were playing us. But if you weren't, it was quite convincing that they just had lost this connection and now things were weird and the practices that they showed. It was just awkward. Um, So then the performances happen and Trevor and Jamie, they do a great job. Their connection when it comes to, like, touching each other while they perform was a little bit awkward to me. I know that they were really trying to make look like they had this connection and they did. Um, and I, I know Jamie really liked him. I'm not sure how his true feelings were for her, but it just didn't seem very natural when he was like touching her face. It was kind of weird. Then we see Bree and Chris perform. But before we go there, I do want to make a side note. Did any of you catch the moment where Trevor and Jamie were in the car together? They were about to kiss. They both lean in to kiss and Jamie backs up and goes, oh, that's my best, you know, Jamie impression. But basically, she like busts out into like this melody. It was painfully, painfully awkward. It, it hurt. It honestly hurt watching her do her little singing thing. And it was like when the music's so good, she's got to belt out into song. I, I just, I, I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. It was the most awkward thing. Imagine leaning in to kiss somebody and they pull back a little, belt out into a high note and then kiss you. I don't know. Maybe it's a singer thing. Somebody let me know. Fast forward. Brie and Chris absolutely kill it. I just felt like they were so confident up there. They didn't have to fake this connection. They just sang and their talent really shined through. I knew they were going to win as soon as they opened their mouths. And they just did a fantastic job. And honestly, they ended up winning the show and they deserved it. Their connection was beautiful. It was just really nice to see. Obviously, Trevor and Jamie were disappointed. And it was very awkward the way that they announced the winners there at the end. Because Trevor and Jamie were standing there on stage kind of like, well, where do we go now? And Chris finally addresses it and is like, Trevor and Jamie, everyone. And they kind of make their way off. But before that, I was like feeling their awkward pain as people came up to like hug them. I don't know. It was a little bit weird. Maybe they'll change that if they do this show again. Not sure if they will. Then they show Chris and Brie in the studio and they're practicing their new songs because now what they win is they get to create an album together with original music and they're going to go on tour, which obviously the tour is on a who knows if it's an indefinite pause. I'm not sure due to this virus and all of that. 
But you see them practicing these original songs and they sound great. And I just, I said it on Instagram stories. They're definitely dropping an album like right now. And sure enough, the next day we wake up and who dropped their album? Chris and Brie. And I went through all the songs and they really actually sound great. So I'm going to have to download those. I told Denny, I was like, man, I want to buy this CD version. Does anyone still buy CDs or is that just me? I definitely do. I'm a CD collector. Um, I don't know. I just like putting on a CD. So I thought that they sounded great together. I would check out their show if they came around locally, you know, where they'd go to one of those small music venues. Side note, remember Luke Pell? He was on The Bachelorette. He almost won. Well, he's a musician now, and he came around to Orlando, and me and my friend went to go see his live show, and it was one of the most fun nights ever. So I would definitely be down to go and see Chris and Bree if they came around my neck of the woods. To end us off, I need to tell you a little bit about my superlative picks which the first one is who should go to Bachelor in Paradise. So Jamie and Trevor do not appear to be together. They don't have any Instagram posts together. They haven't done a live together. So I'm thinking, even though they haven't addressed it quite yet, that they are not together. The connection didn't last. So I wouldn't be against seeing Jamie in Paradise just because I think she'd add a little bit of drama there and would be extremely, you know, love struck really quickly. She gives me a little bit of like Ashley I vibes. But, of course, I want to see Rudy there, and I feel like she would just be awesome because she's just the right amount of crazy. But I also hope her music career blows up at the same time, and she won't want to go on the show, but who knows. And then Sheridan, too, which I've seen a lot of posts of Sheridan for Bachelor, which would be amazing. But I doubt it'll happen, but I, I would be here for it. Most likely to have been lying the entire time. I'm going with Trevor. I don't trust him. I'm sure he broke Jamie's heart because she was truly into him. And I just, I wasn't feeling his vibe at all. So those are my two picks. I can't wait for The Bachelorette and Bachelor to come back. I don't know how the structure will be for the show or what it's going to look like. Now they have The Bachelor, Bachelor like Best Moments coming out, which I don't know how I feel about that. So I'm one of those people who I don't like the bloopers. I don't like those flashbacks. That's not a me thing. I want the new. I want the exciting. I want the latest drama. I don't need a flashback. I'll probably record the flashbacks and go through them to show Denny because he didn't watch all of the seasons like I have just to show him like the iconic moments like the Juan Pablo moments. And I hope they put the Jason Mesnick whole controversy on there. We'll see. But I want to introduce him to some of those characters, but it's not going to be like binge worthy or, you know, every Monday night at eight, I have to tune into the Bachelor's best moments or whatever they're trying to put together to keep themselves on TV. I just hope that even if it's in a resort and they have all the guys in the same hotel and they stay there the whole time, that we get some form of The Bachelorette very, very soon. But we shall see. I'm excited because I connected with two Bachelor producers this week on Instagram and have been chatting with them about the show. And it just feels cool to make these real connections because I'm like one step closer to sitting in the audience of the show one day, perhaps one centimeter closer to doing these recaps on ABC, The Bachelor's Instagram? No, maybe. I'm putting it out there into existence because it's my dream, my friends. Anyways, until next time, you can follow me at Give That Girl a Snack, where I'm always talking about The Bachelor in my stories, and I'm sharing all kinds of stuff on my feed. So I hope to connect with you there. Thank you so much for listening. 
And until next time, listen to your heart.